it is okay to be a slut. All right, this is probably going to get some interesting feedback and I'm pretty excited to see it all. Uh, excited to hear your opinions. Uh, but basically, I wanted to make this podcast because I find this kind of this weird stigma around sexual relationships, right? And what I mean by it's okay to be a slut is not in any sort of derogatory term. And in fact, I think it's so weird that being slutty or being promiscuous is viewed in such a derogatory way. And quite often the weird thing is a lot of guys, for example, who call someone a slut, when they do it, it's often because a girl doesn't want to sleep with them. So that kind of doesn't really make any sense anyway. But I don't want to get too deep into that kind of issue. Um, I'm a big believer that men in general need to understand the boundaries and be far more respectful of women. Uh, of course, it's okay to be interested in someone, to be attracted to someone. But if they're not attracted to you and they make it clear that they're not attracted to you, then there is no reason whatsoever for you to be derogatory toward them um, and use words in a derogatory way. But I want to put more emphasis on the fact that I don't think being a slut is at all a bad thing, right? Being promiscuous, it's part of our nature. Uh, as human beings, we love to have sex. We love to have sexual relationships with different people. We love to explore. We love that excitement of a new partner, of a new body to connect with. Uh, and I really wanted to have this kind of open dialogue because I do think that a lot of people still struggle to just have these open conversations, whether it's as a single person or in a relationship, right? Because it is relevant in relationships too. But more on that in a second. Uh, so for all the single friends out there, if you're out there and you're thinking that the world is judging you or external opinions about your sex life are affecting how you choose to express yourself sexually, stop worrying about that. The more we are able to have these conversations openly and realize that, you know, especially if you're single and you're exploring and you're young, especially in your 20s, it's okay to experiment sexually, to, to have new sexual relationships with different people, to have multiple sexual partners at once. The key, though, is respect, right? Respect and communication. Um, because there is a difference between having a free and open uh, sexual life and just being just being an asshole, really, and treating people like shit, lying to people, using people, saying you're in relationships when really you're sleeping with a bunch of other different people on the side. The key here is respect. And it also comes down to, you know, if, if you are physically or sexually attracted to someone and you ask uh, if, if they feel the same way about you and they say no, to be respectful of them, be respectful of their bodies. That is not yours. You do not own anyone else. You do not own anyone else's body. And there is no way that you should ever, ever be forcing a sexual relationship with someone. Um, and I think that's something that all of us have failed at at one point in our lives. Um, pushing too far with people. And I think it's something that we need to keep mindful of, right? Like be respectful of other people. Their body is their property. It's theirs to do with uh, as they wish. And if someone doesn't want to have a sexual relationship with you, back off. Cool. Um, so the key really is respect. Like it's okay to be promiscuous, to have multiple different sexual partners, but be respectful of people. Uh, and a little bit on couples, because I guess there's kind of the stigma, right? Like as soon as you get into a serious relationship, then you need to be monogamous. 
there needs to be this constant uh, monogamous structure in any relationships. And this is not saying anything against people who are monogamous. If it works for you, then 100% go for it. But I think a lot of the time these monogamous relationships fall apart for a plethora of reasons. But a lot of it is that when we build intimacy with people, when we really build a loving connection, we lose that ability to be individuals, right? And to and individualism in your relationships, having two holes rather than uh, two halves of a hole and being supremely intimate and connected and completely transparent with each other all the time means that you lose the excitement that comes with eroticism. You lose that unknowing, that mystery uh, that really fuels and feeds a good sexual erotic relationship. Um, so for couples, like there's a couple ways you can do this, right? And one of which is through, uh, through fantasies, play out your fantasies, have open communication and dialogue with each other uh, about what you fantasize about. Another one, a really simple one is to live your own lives, right? You can be in a relationship, you can be married, you can be whatever, you can have kids, but you can still have your own lives. You can still allow each other to go away for periods of time and to, to live your own lives, to, to do things differently, to do things separately. You don't need to be together all the time because that constant togetherness is probably going to really affect your sexual relationship in a not so positive way. Hello, friends. I hope you are enjoying the podcast. I promise we're going to get straight back to it. Uh, maybe just give me 60 to 90 seconds of your time. Uh, I want to take a moment to ask you a question. Are you in that point in your life where you're struggling to figure out exactly what direction you want to go? Or maybe you know that there's something missing and that you want to achieve more. You want to be more successful, but you're just not really clear on exactly what it is. You've read all the books, you've watched all the docos, you listen to all the podcasts, you've got your little routine going, but still there's something missing. That something missing is probably along the lines of clarity. You probably don't actually know truly what it is that you want. I want to talk to you about a friend of mine. His name is John Linsky, and you can find him on Instagram, jlinsky underscore. I'll leave that in the show notes, so don't worry about that. But he's a results coach, a high performance coach, and a mindset coach. And recently, I've had the pleasure uh, of doing some one-on-ones with him. And I can tell you right now that inside me, I want to be more successful. Each and every day, I want to grow, I want to learn. And there's things that I want to achieve. But before I did the sessions with John, I wasn't really 100% sure exactly what it was that I wanted to achieve. And through his coaching and his mentorship, I've figured out how to get more clarity in my life how to get more energy towards the areas that I want to improve on, how to get more direction and purpose, how to find joy and freedom, not in the destination, but along the way, each and every day, getting more and more pumped up just to be breathing, to be doing the work and having the consistent methods in place to achieve what it is I ultimately want to achieve. What John does is he gives you clarity and he gives you the energy you need to become the person you want to become. So if that sounds like something you're interested in, again, I'll have his Instagram linked in the show notes below. Uh, Another thing to do is to do what works for you, right? Like I said before, being in a monogamous relationship might be the right thing for you, but it also might not. And this comes down to having open communication with your partner, going to see psychologists if you need to. And I should have probably prefaced at the start of this, this is simply a discussion, right? Like I am not an expert whatsoever. 
this is just me talking about the things that I've learned through having open dialogues with my partner, um, having conversations with people who know more about it than me, and reading books uh, from psychologists who work with uh, couples uh, counseling when it comes to sexual uh, health, when it comes to uh, relational health. Um, so I'm not an expert by any means. So if this is something that's affecting your relationship and you're thinking, God, I wish I was having sex with my partner the way we did when we first met, then go out there and see someone, seek out help, read books, listen to podcasts. Uh, another one to think about is, you know, we, we live in this modern world now where it's like, okay, if you have a partner and you're married, then you can only ever have sex with this one person. And I think there's, there's room to expand upon this and ask ourselves the questions, is sex always, does it always need to be associated with the love side of it? Or can this be separated? You may have been in a relationship for decades and you might realize that, okay, separating the sex and the love might be a way that we can continue to stay together and appreciate each other, but allow ourselves to have interactions with that third person, you know, have um, affairs on the side or, or be open in our relationships or be a swinger, you know, <laughs> and I'm sure there's people listening to this cringing and thinking, how could you ever do that? But I think the important question to ask is, is your loving, intimate relationship important to you enough that you're willing to experiment and have these conversations with your partner and figure out new ways to stimulate your sexual health uh, in a way that allows you to stay with your partner rather than pushing and pushing and pushing your limits to a point where you end up uh, having an affair without talking to your partner, lying to your partner, hating your partner, um, being aggressive towards your partner. A lot of this might be solved by simply having a conversation and deciding whether maybe an open relationship is something for you. Maybe another way to think about it is if you don't want to separate your sexual life and be sleeping with other people, maybe that's where fantasies might come into play, right? Ways that you can excite your eroticism in the bedroom, ways that you can make, make sex feel mysterious, ways that you can breathe that excitement of not knowing once again. So once again, guys, this is just my thoughts on the topic of being a slut or having a more promiscuous sexual life. Um, I'd love to hear your feedback and I'd love to hear if anyone uh, is an expert in the area, please reach out. I'd love to dive into this topic more because I think it's one of these things that all of us kind of want to talk about. I mean, we all fantasize about our sexual fantasies in the back of our heads, but often it's suppressed. Um, so yeah, I'd love to get deeper into this conversation, but let me know what you think in the comments below. If you're watching on YouTube, hit me up with some messages on Instagram. But once again, I want to make sure that you know, uh, not to take any of the things that I've said in this podcast as literal advice. This is just my thoughts, my opinions on the topic. If you're interested, I can rec recommend a couple of books, one of which is Sex at Dawn and one of which is Mating in Captivity. And I'll leave a bigger list in the show notes below. Anyway, guys, I uh, hope you enjoyed today's topic. I hope nobody was too offended or too outraged, but please leave your feedback. Much love, guys. See you next time. <laughs>